What's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink Beer and Play Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, and welcome to episode 150. Thank Woo! you all for joining us tonight. Glad you could be here. We didn't really plan anything special for this. I mean, we're opening aged beers. Yes. So, <laughs> before we get into all that, we have to give a big shout out to the guys from the Not For Human Consumption podcast. So, Matt, Dylan, Jay, and Walt. Thank you so much for having us on. We'll that'll we'll post all the links. It'll probably be out by the time this goes up. So if not, you'll see it anyway. But yeah, thank you so much to them. Great bunch of guys. Definitely have to check them out. Yeah. Links will be below. But uh, yes. So back to what Brian was saying. So we're the way with the level fifty club. How we're doing our game backlog almost in a way. We're also kind of hitting a beer backlog because yeah. we did the beers from Davy Bones last week, and our good buddy from college, Eric. Back right as lockdown started in 2020, had sent us a care package of beers. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, we'll do this together on the show. Cool. End of the world happened. So we're catching up now. So the first one we're having, ironically enough, is named the Fresh Strata. It's an IPA at 6.2%. Comes to us from the Civil Society Brewing Company out of Jupiter, Florida. So yeah, nothing on here. No ingredients. Like, this is just, like, straight from a little brewery slapped at the label. So... I don't think it's going to be that fresh. Now, here's the deal. We've talked about... There's many beers you actually... You're not really supposed to age any beers. But there are ones with a high enough alcohol content that are okay to age. Like the uh, Worldwide Stout, the 120-minute IPA. Things with, like... People used to do it with Mad Elf. Yeah, like, but I think the, I think at a minimum you should have 14 to 15% alcohol for it to age well. Uh-oh. That, I mean, I can tell you right now, hey, it poured fine... There is a lot more sediment than you would typically get from a hazy IPA. I got a little bit more than Jim. But um, there still seems to be a little carbonation. I just imagine it's going to be... There's some bumpers. Just, just a wee bit flat. That's a, that's my guess. Let's a little, see. Head's a little curdly. It's kind of flat. Yeah, it's just pretty flat. Yeah. Get some citrus. There's a lot of citrus in there's it, There's a lot of citrus, but... Uh, yeah. Again, we can't hold the flatness against it, so... No. We'll have to try a new one. Eric, send us more. <laughs> yeah, but thank you. And, yeah, to echo what Jim said, the Not For Human podcast, Not For Human Consumption podcast, that, that, was, that was a lot of fun, and we definitely both got quite fucked up on it. Yeah, that was a... They, those boys go long, and they do not stop partying the whole time, so yeah. they, they, they take us to school. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, though, but... Uh, yeah, if you do want to send us beer, we do have our P.O. box below, and fingers crossed that no, nothing bad like what happened two years ago happens, then we'll keep being able to drink together. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so, and circling back once again, man, we could, 50 club. could have set this up better, but yeah, the Level 50 Club. So, Brian, what have you been playing this past week? <sighs> so, um... It's been a little mishmash. I banged out two puppet combo games. So I, I streamed the glass stair or yeah, I streamed glass staircase, which was very like Italian horror ish. Like you've seen that movie Zombie too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like a lot of those Italian movies at the time, it feels kind of like that. Um, but there's like other weird shit going on. It's a puppet combo game. So right. like what are you gonna do? Puppet yeah. combo game with more spaghetti, basically. Yeah, but the guy who makes it is Italian. So. Son of a bitch. And then I actually played... Um, I didn't put it up 
yet, but I played uh, another, well, a puppet combo produce game called The Summoning. This one is done in a eight. It's like weird. It's almost Atari if Atari was eight bit, and I don't know how else to describe it other than that. It's like very colorful. There's a lot more animations than there should be, but it's the pixels still kind of look like Atari ones. Huh. So I don't know. Like I feel like is it almost like that uh, fucking? It's not Load Runner. It was that like runner game from like the early 2010s that got like really popular. I can't remember what the hell it's called. Uh, I'm not sure. You know what? Did you ever play? Um, did you ever hear of Lakeview Collection? No. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know how else to describe it. Like I said, it's it's another interesting game. This one was really messed up, though. And I'd play it right before I went to bed, so I was like, oh, that one's just creepy as shit. Um, but it was it was another fun one. I've been playing the shit out of Witcher. Uh, like I said, that game is going to... Do you ever get, like, you're, you're really getting into a game, and then, like, you start realizing how little you are into the game? Oh, yeah. What, when you get those, do you prefer them to show you, like, yes. percent done? Yeah, I prefer, no matter what, I prefer percent done at this point. So this one, unfortunately, doesn't have that. The only way I know is I'm on the second of, like, eight maps you can go to within this world. Okay. And this map alone, I realize I've only seen a fraction of one of the eight. And I'm like, holy shit. So it's just... Uh, ah, it's a big boy. It, it's it's crazy. It's a lot of fun. Um yeah, other than that, I, I feel like I, oh, I've i tried fucking at least 20 times to do Evil Dead on the Commodore. Oh, Jesus. And I found, what I found is basically everyone's like, you need to play a cracked version of it to get any kind of ending. Because even if I get to the book that you and I were trying to get to, yeah, apparently it just resets if you don't have the cr- cracked version. So you need. So to the get- official version had no ending? No, it just reset. You get. You need to get to a hundred thousand points. Commodore games are dog shit. They're, like it's I, so bad. I, I know. You know what? They were they were invented before fun because they're not. Like that's all you had. I get it. Commodore games are not good. I just don't get like I got. And to- I'm an Atari fan, and I can't take fucking Atari. I've never played a Commodore game that I was like, oh, this is really good. The music in the beginning was good. That's the only thing I can give it. Yeah, if you're like twenty minutes of waiting and loading. I uh, yeah, I got to fifty thousand points, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm actually doing kind of like I figured out kind of the way you have to do it and then it just kept falling apart i was just like i don't know why anyone would want to play this but yeah those have been basically my games but what have you been up to so far that's a good question so i think last week i just beaten blasphemous so uh yeah last week you mentioned blasphemous you said how much you liked it yeah so i feel like you did a lot of random like weird game boy or game boy advance games oh yeah so i'm um, so I, I put some more time into plague tale so i'm up to like level 10 i have to be close to being the end of it what what part are you up to when you go inside the uh like the research castle place the oh, library yeah you're you're really really close okay yeah so yeah i'm almost done that um still a fantastic game uh i almost feel at the point where like the stealth kind of takes it way back now because now yeah because i can just kill everything like with minimal problems uh have you controlled the boy? No. Okay. Wait till you control the boy. Oh, all right. Yeah, I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then after that, yeah, I played some random Game Boy games because they're perfect. Pick them up on the shitter kind of deals. So, Sonic Advance, the first one. Did you never beat that? I've never played it until, I, I mean, I've had it and I put like five minutes into it to make sure it worked. 
But no, I finally sat down with it, and not you know, not Sonic Adventure, Sonic Advance. I gotcha. So on Game Boy Advance. So it was like the first like return to form in 2D in a long time, and mm. it's actually a solid little Sonic game. Like it's got its like little problems with like bullshit placement for like obstacles and enemies. Yeah. But besides that, like it's pretty fun, and you have like four characters to play as too. So and they all play differently. So solid little game. Mm. And then I played uh, Bonk's Adventure on the original Game Boy. First Bonk game I ever finished. You can, you know what? Nice, easy little platformer. <laughs> I mean, if I didn't derp out on the final, final boss, I would have won CZ to basically. So, but yeah, cute little fun platformer. You have an hour to kill, play Bonk. <laughs> I actually like it more than the original Bonk on the Turbo Graphics. Like, I'm not crazy about that one, but like, this one was good. And like, I mean, Bonk 2 is way better, but yeah. Turbo wasn't. Shut? No. I, I'm not saying Turbo is a bad system. I'm saying there's very few standouts. That's a fair statement. Not okay. saying they're bad. Not saying they're bad. But the, the how many S's, if you're doing it comparatively like to Nintendo, are you getting? I'd have to dig in more. <laughs> you shouldn't have to dig too hard. I'd have to dig in more. Um, that actually reminds me. I did finally beat, and I did post this one, Alien Oh, and I'm playing, sorry, I'm, I'm playing through Castlevania 4 right now. Oh, nice. Off the collection, so did at you, least... Did you beat that one before? No, I've never played... Really? I've, you know, I've I've come to the realization I've never beaten any Castlevania all the way through. Not even Bloodlines? No. Yeah. I didn't well, grow up with it, so... Oh, shit. Well, huh. That, I mean... It's an excellent game, so yeah. I did Bloodlines, and I think I talked about that last week. You did that last week, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, Alien Resurrection. I gotta say, I got hooked on the game, but I also got to a point where um, I've, it was one, just like Trilogy, I was like, at some point I just needed to turn on a cheat because I would retry four or five times dying, and I'm like, I need to get this done because we're doing a review on this. Yeah. But even, like, I was playing it on easy mode. And this is the thing I read of everyone said. They're like, even on easy, this game is fucking annoying and hard because, one, I absolutely love it. There's a thing where the hugger gets you and it actually infects you. Mm -hmm. If you don't find this specialty med kit, it will burst and insta-kill you no matter what. Fine. Even if you have infinite life. <laughs> so it's like no so you basically like you really gotta take your time um and then at some points the enemies are just overwhelming but as i said the control like all the things about the game it's levels better than trilogy okay um but yeah it was a really fun game and like i said it's one i wanted to get done because i want to do a review on it but uh yeah it's a tough son of a bitch it really is and it's gonna lead I me to wait. uh a little topic for us to talk about a little bit later. Okay. But yeah, I mean, like Jim said, we're continuing with the Level 50 Club. I'm sure if you follow us on Twitter, you've probably seen a few hashtags too out there. Fucking Lucas Hackett is up to like Woo! 30 games already. You Dude, need you need to slow monster. down, bro. Jesus You're, you're doing Christ. amazing, but it's only goddamn February. We're eight, we ain't even at the 10th of February. Slow your ass down. Fuck. Um, but no, thank you to everyone who's been participating. It's been really cool to see. So Yeah, and, and like I said, I've been keeping track. If you put it on Twitter, I've been keeping track of the games you played too because I'm curious to see if there's going to be a common game that everyone played or what's the most played game. Um, but yeah, we appreciate it. And if you're just watching the channel and want to get involved, it doesn't matter if you don't get to 50. The goal is try to get to 50. Some people, I think, are going to blow right on past that. I will say, admittedly... I almost really don't want to touch a game I've already played 
because there's a back in my head, like I want to keep beating games. Yeah, like the first, like the first month when I played like Streets of Rage and crap, I was like, I'll go back to them. But like this month, I've haven't touched anything old at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of like I almost have a d- different outlook on games where I'm like, I just want to try as many as I can. Yeah. Versus like, oh, the old standard. It's also the first time in a long time that you and I aren't specifically playing stuff and not thinking I have to record this for a video. Yeah, that's true. So like. We gave a goal of just playing shit, so it's yeah. been a, it's been a long time since I could like almost say guilt free play something, yeah, without like a lot of prep work behind it. Nah, it's a lot of fun. So be, be sure to join us Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just hashtag level fifty and tag us, and we'll throw you on that list, man. Yep. But yeah, we uh we notice our biggest fan base that's doing it is all of our awesome patrons, and I know we have a boatload of questions this week yep patreon.com slash drink a beer play game where for as little as two dollars a month you can ask a question and we'll answer in each and every single one of these power hour podcasts keep talking i'm just doing this all right <laughs> so uh the first question up is actually a holdover from last week so uh first up from eric lowacki what are your guys's new year's resolutions mine was to ask questions on this more often as you can see i'm doing a great job I mean, I guess the level 50 club is a resolution. Yeah, we did our list of resolution games, too. Yeah, so so we got our list of resolution games. We got our level 50 club. Outside of that, um, personal, like, I, similar to, like, the gaming, I have, like, a list of, I want to do at least 50 or more books this year, Um, which the one year I blew that out of the water. But I'll be honest, the gaming kind of took over that, so I'm, like, maybe one book in so far so that's gonna it's not looking good but yeah outside of that i don't i try not to make too many unrealistic resolutions yeah i don't think i made any resolutions besides the resolution games list that we did yeah so there you go there you go i did the games (laughs) um so next up from jd mains so last year, I saw Soul Reaver was getting a, either a remake or a new installment. Ooh. Soul Reaver 2 was one of my favorite PS2 games. Have you all heard of the status of this, or is it just a rumor? It's long overdue and seems like a softball for a developer to make some cash. I heard about it too. I don't think it was a rumor. I think there's something to it, but I also haven't heard anything in a while. And that's like a serious... Like, I never played any of the Legacy of Kane games. I never oh, got shit. to them. Yeah. So, I mean, N64 came to pass me by. So, yeah, like, that's one I've always kind of wanted to play. So, I... And I think, like, a remake, you know, with all the modern blah, 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 would be the yeah. best way. So, I absolutely adore uh, that series. I did not know about this. Um, it, it does seem like something may be in development, but I, that's one I'm actually shocked, now that you said it, because everyone I knew who played it really enjoyed it. Yeah. And it's, like prime for a comeback in all these like do it like the resident evil remakes do it like you know i feel like remakes are lazy but a game like that could benefit or even at the very worst do what they did with medieval and basically do like an enhanced like just hd remake so you pretty up the graphics add a little bit more content but for the most part just kind of take a lot of control yeah. yeah I mean, that's the thing. We've said, that generation, the PS1 and Ben 64, if any generation needs, like, a, a fresh coat of paint, yeah, they didn't. They usually don't age well. And yeah. that would be another perfect game. That was the growing pain generation. Yeah. But you know what? We loved it, and I still think I want a, uh, a Warzone remake. <laughs> Warzone? 
Yeah, the uh, WWF Warzone. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'd be up for all it. the Why same not? characters, but I, I want them to keep all the original dialogue. Oh, oh so when you play as like the headbangers, it's just Mosh going. <laughs> no, but that that is a great question, and that is something I'll follow because, as I said, I love those games. Actually, randomly speaking of Mosh. So there is a picture Al Snow put up today of like there's like some convention where all the wrestlers were together. Yeah. So it was like him, Mark Marrow, the Headbangers, uh, I think maybe Lanny Poffo or something. I, I forget who else was there, but the Headbangers are there and they're in their makeup. And one, they look great. Like they still look they like still themselves. Look, yeah. And two, Mosh's shirt was a shirt and with a picture of his toy from like Jack Specific from like '97. Dude, that's awesome. Like, that's the best fucking shirt I've ever seen in my life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those those were the best wrestling toys ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're too complex now. Too many joints and they're, shit. I don't like, like the... Jo- I mean, granted, I would Like, you just had... You're like, whatever. A, a stiff arm, I'll do the moves I can with it, or you do it. But, but like, it was like... It was that perfect... Because it wasn't like the early 90s ones that were like just, just super hard plastic. Yeah. Because yeah, those you can't do shit with. No. The Jack-specific ones you could, like, do just enough with, but, like, your imagination did the rest. Yeah. And then these new fucking toys, there's, like, 10,000 joints. You have to, like, position everything do- to not look like you're crippled to do, like, a <laughs> suplex. So, and the legs are super stiff, too. They're not fun. By the way, automatic, when you were a kid, or with me, see, I have a habit of I play with, like, pens and stuff, and I do wrestling moves to my pens. Yes, yes, I did. Do you still do it? Yes. start with the power bomb? I was a suplex guy. You go right to German, vertical? Just standard, standard, standard side suplex. suplex. Or I would always just do uh, ch- choke slam or power bomb were always my go to like right away. and then it would it would evolve into RKOs or, st- or stunners but I, I think I was like a suplex and DDT guy DDT, for my okay. pen wrestling okay yeah what I, was your pen wrestling out I was gonna there? say how many guys I still I still find myself sometimes like not thinking about like I'll take them and I'll be like doing this with it and I'm like oh yeah I'm still doing wrestling moves to my pens oh yeah. <laughs> We used to do all that. This, this is the dumb shit you did in school when you were bored. Oh, where yeah. Where make, like, little, like, little men out of, like, uh, paper clips and oh, shit like shit. that. Oh, yeah. Have a little... Absolutely. Ah, <laughs> kids these days with their, with their tablets. Yeah. yeah. Let me look at a tablet. Go play with this pencil. <laughs> Go make your own fun. <laughs> so, next up from Phony Montana. If you could have drinks with three video game characters, past or present, who would it be and why? For me, it would be Guile because he's a good wingman and Marka. Tommy Versetti from Vice City because he's cool and the most similar to my boy Tony Montana. And last, Blaze Fielding because she's the goat. Why do you want drinks with Blaze? <laughs> I mean, Blaze would have to be on my list, too. Why, Jim? So I could beat off under the table while I was Damn there. Like, I don't know. I'm not subtle. Um, ooh, that's a good question. Like, did- I mean, Final Fantasy VII level Tifa? God damn it, Jim. I mean, you can't look away from G-Cups, basically. Jim... God damn it. I, at that point, you just want to do your hentai. We're not saying hit on. We're saying casual, actual... Who said drink. hit on? Who said even talk to? <laughs> damn. Damn it. You can't just be across the bar drinking while she is. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's, let's, see. let's take this seriously. All right. So I think a fun, crazy hangout would, of course, be Duke Nukem. Yeah, that would be a good one. And he's going to throw out corny one-liners that are going to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a bit of a dick, but you know what? It's like, it is what it is. Um, who would be a fun... You know what? If he was a fucking beer snob, Dr. fucking Robotnik. Because of all the crazy contraptions he comes up with, he'd have some, like, ridiculous-ass Rube Goldberg beer brewing kind of thing that, like, would be delicious for humans but try to kill hedgehogs with, too. 
I was say, you, you know you're going to keep getting served, though, by all of his little robots and animals bringing you the stuff. Right. The slavery brings the flavor. Damn it! I'm trying to think, like, classic drunks, like, well, number one, if you could. You, be served by Tapper? I was going to say, you got to be served by Tapper. Yeah. Um, would you want Soda Popinski, formerly Vodka Pop Popinski? You know what? <laughs> I don't know if he drinks beer. We know he drinks vodka Ooh, and, do I, and do soda. I, do I want to risk being around an angry, drunk Russian now? <laughs> I mean, that's Northeast Philly. Come on. That is a good thing. I'm kind of trained <laughs> in that already. So, um, Or Bo Raicho. Oh, God. I'm dealing with the <laughs> farts. Just, who's going to throw out more, you or him? <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> um, who would be... Uh, I'm trying to think like who would be the most fun. Video game character. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Just sit there with like Mario and have him get him drunk and have him start bitching about having the same Peach all the time. Yeah. I like, oh, the, god, the goddamn bitch got kidnapped again. Yeah. Fucking pain in my balls. I know she's fucking nails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. It's, I, I really, like I said, I love the question. So I, I go Duke Nukem. Um. You know what? Like, I'll throw in a... Ah, shit. Alright, you know what? I want Dr. Robotnik. I want Bill from Left 4 Dead. <laughs> Just tell me, this angry old man. Pipe bomb. Pipe bomb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Throw your old pipe bomb. Fuck <laughs> Yeah. You know what? I may try to bang her, but Lara Croft... <laughs> But she, I feel like, would be interesting to drink with. Yeah. Because she's like a travel guide, basically. Yeah, it is true. Um, and then, you know what? Kratos from God of War. Oh, Jesus. I feel like, you know, no one's going to mess with us. No, you know, okay, I can follow up after you're done. Yeah, no one will mess with you. I want Dante from fucking Devil May Cry because, just because he's actually, like, got an attitude and seems like a good time. You just and, have to deal with some of that early 2000s cringe, but yeah. besides that. And you're trying to bang him. I get it. Yeah, that too. <laughs> He's very pretty, man. <laughs> Jim's like, the sword doesn't go there, Dante. <laughs> uh, haven't been pegged by a demon before. First time for everything. <laughs> Gotta live a little. Uh, that's a really good question, though. I like that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a noodle scratcher. Next up, from G to the next level. If there was one game or game-related item you could always want since childhood and you still hope to own one day, congrats on 150 episodes, guys. Woo, thank you, Jay. Um, I read that terribly. I mean, Jim and I have said many times we both really want the Juggernaut fridge. But that's um, not even childhood. Like, I'm going to go back even but further. But see, that's the thing. Like, childhood, I mean, to be honest. You know what I wanted a lot as a kid because of the game magazines? Uh -oh. Even though it's a hunk of shit, as we've oh, all learned posthumously. The Sega Activator. <laughs> I remember seeing ads for that, and like I like I my parents never bought me magazines, but yeah. like the two I ever had, and like the ones like when my friends got EGM, there would always be ads in there. So I always wanted the Tower of Power for the Genesis, but I eventually got that. So next on the list has got to be the Sega Activator. I mean, I, I can play Mortal Kombat 32X in its default setting. I, when I was a kid, I definitely like every kid wanted the Power Glove, and it's something I could get now because i can't imagine they can't be that expensive right yeah i don't know i don't know but like it's something now i know practically i'm never gonna use and oh yeah i don't even know if my hand will fit in it. like you know 
that was something that always seemed cool to me as a kid. For a while, I wanted the Virtual Boy. I'll tell you what. I wanted the Virtual Boy because nobody I knew ever had it. So I only, like, Jim, what? How much is a Power Glove? Uh, let me see how the uh, sold. Uh, let, let me make a guess. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to sold for a price. So okay. So we're not taking them out with uh, what do you call it? All right. So two hundred. Are you saying that with or without the accessories that you need to use it? There's I thought you just plug it in. No, you need the sensors and all that shit. Oh, I was even just talking about like using it as the controller. Oh, so just the glove itself? Yeah. Okay, because, I mean, to use the motion control, you need the sensors to come well, with yeah, it. Yeah, I don't care about that trackball. I, I just thought it would be cool, like, you know, what was that movie, The Wizard, where the dude pulls down and is, like, actually using the controller? Yeah. So, so you're saying 200 Yeah. All right, so just the glove itself, it's, like, about 100 And then if you want all the accoutrement to actually make it work as it's supposed to, between, like, 160 to 200 Okay. Yeah. And then in box, actually in box, it isn't that much more expensive. I mean, so in theory, that is something I could get. I just, I don't think I actually want it now. Yeah. It just like Rob the Robot. That was a thing. I didn't know anyone. I saw things. I was like, that seems kind of cool. Oh, there's one game? Oh, yeah. I don't need to play Gyromite that bad. Yeah. I mean, maybe a Saturn. That'd be cool to have eventually, I guess, but. We've talked about that. that is something that's actually kind of affordable, but. I'm not trying to start a brand new collection. Oh, if I got one, I, would, I actually should have bought one off uh, our buddy Astro like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And just because if I knew like the mode was coming out six months later, I would have just dropped the mode in there and been like, oh, okay, I'm good. Yeah. If I ever get one, I'm just dropping a mode in there. I'm not collecting for another fucking console. See, I almost though think if you're going to go that route, then why not just emulate? Because, I mean, at that point, yes, you should just emulate. <laughs> yeah. But you still have the tactile. You're using the real hardware. You're just not using the software. Look, it's a stretch. I know. I'm just saying, just emulate. Look, you got to put your action replay cards in there to play your imports or the memory RAM expansions for the more animations. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Good question, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's great. I, shit, now I got to think about all the things I wanted as a kid. Yep. Actually, well, right up this alley. Um, from Gamer Astral, what is your dream car? Oh, uh, 71 Chevelle SS. Um... I'd settle for a 70, but a 71's a year I really like. I don't know dick about cars. <laughs> yeah, you've never you've never even been slightly in the car. I mean, I, I've never been a car guy at all, really. So, that is my, like, obtainable, I will get that car, but it's like, kids and shit, that's gonna wait. Like, if you told me what fighter jet I want, I'd have an answer quicker than what my dream car would be. I mean, but but here's the deal. I but then I have my supercar, and this is nostalgia. Is, is a '96 or '97 Lamborghini Diablo because that was from Need for Speed Three, in yellow because I love the shit out of that car. Strictly in that game, um, I'm super into cars, and I there's a million I would answer. But like I said, I think something like that. I mean, you at I mean, I mean, with my all answer the would, racing cars. You you've pl I mean, well, even then, you know what my answer would be probably. Like, just, like, that standard 80s Lamborghini, the red one with, like, the flip-up lights in the front. Because, like, I had a toy of that as a kid. I was that's like, oh, this is the coolest-looking car ever. So, <laughs> there, that's what I have. I mean, you did have a pretty sweet custom Sunfire door on your Cavalier. Sure did. I was, I was definitely a man of mods. 
I mean, you wasn't were, I? You were fast and furious, Jim. Oh, uh, there was a lot of fury. <laughs> you had tire issues. You had dents. <laughs> Jim's had issues. <laughs> and it always happened half the time in this goddamn parking lot inside of your house. Well, learn to park. <laughs> <laughs> Next up from Burn Retinas. Who was your favorite band that never seemed to get that big mainstream break you felt they deserved? I grew So it's kind of tough because I didn't grow up like with a lot of knowledge of underground rock. I knew underground rap. I heard some tapes from some people I don't even remember the names. But like, I don't know. I never thought... I also... It's like weird for me. Like, I never cared if a band got too... Like, what's too big? What's too ma mainstream? Like, if I, am I hearing them on the radio? Radio. For the time, you could say radio. Yeah, so radio, that's really tough. Um, or even, like, they could have made the radio, but just, like, fallen off, like, immediately, too. I feel like you and I have talked about a lot of bands. Like, whatever happened to... Like, my like my answer would be, like, Taproot. Like, their first album, Gift, like, I was obsessed with that fucking album. Hmm. And, like, that never really had that much radio play. Like, I actually saw them. They were, like... One of the 30 openers, like, Ozfest 2001. It's, like, the only time I saw them. Yeah. No, I saw them twice. I saw them with Papa Roach, too. But uh, then, like, they had their second album, which had a uh, poem. That was, like, their radio hit. And then, like... But it was, like, you know, a mid-tier kind of hit. Like, it wasn't, like, a super top charper. Top charper? Top charper. Chart topper. There we go. <laughs> and, uh... But, yeah, but then after that, they, like, disappeared. Like, apparently, they still have, like, a hardcore following of, like, small but loyal... And, like, I think they actually transitioned more to, like, Christian metal-ish, too, if I remember right. So, but, like, yeah, it's something like that. Like, I would almost say, like, Alien Ant Farm, because they disappeared after they, the first album. But they yeah. were huge for a little bit, and then they That's disappeared. That's what I said. They, yeah. See, when you just hit it on the Or, like, a rap guy. Like, I like Dice Rawl. He was, like, a guy out of Philly. He had, like, one song on MTV, too, called, like, <laughs> Thin Line. And I was like, oh, this song's fucking great. And then you never heard from him again. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, a, good, a rock band that really, like, I was like, man, they're pretty good, and then fully fell off. And I, the problem is, I also am terrible at like following newer bands, especially. Um, that's really tough, man. I, I I don't have a good answer. Like, I figured you'd have more answers for that. Uh, what about fucking like uh, like trapped? They were a not trapped. Fucking, they had their big blob. Who the fuck am I? Like, Switched. Switch, Switch was, like, a new metal... Like, I was a big new metal kid. Yeah. And, like, I hung out with a lot of metalheads and shit like that at the turn of the aughts. So, like... Like, bands like Switched. Like, actually, point I kind of liked, but they also kind of sucked. They had, like, one little minor hit, shit like that. Uh, Snapcase was okay. Uh, but they no, were more, like, hardcore it's punk. It's funny. You said Trap. So, that, that was a good example of one where I was like, oh, these guys are bright. And then immediately yeah they did fall well they were just a one-hit wonder yeah and then and then he had his controversy on twitter a few years ago so like i know that uh, he, he was he was like the twitter bad guy of like the week for like a couple weeks i feel like hasn't a lot of bands that we grew up with end up with guys that are bad twitter speaking guys. of redemption marks one of the best twitter bands out there eve fucking six. Eve six. Oh god they are one of the best twitter accounts you can speaking follow speaking of falling off jesus christ dude they were like the biggest band in like seventh grade like, everyone was obsessed with Eve 6. And then, like, goodbye. What about Presidents of the United States? One of the most <laughs> shockingly good concerts I've ever seen in my life. I think I told the story before. Yeah. But me and two, like, for anyone new, me and two friends went to see them, and they were playing, like, a $10 show. Yeah. And we're like, okay, we'll go, we'll see Le uh, Lump and Peaches, and then leave. And then, like, as they were, like, the, the opening act sucked. Like, one of them was just, like, the lead singer of the Dead Milkmen doing, like, a folk set, and it was mm. boring. 
And but like yeah, they came up and they started playing. Like it was just a fun fucking just show. Fun, yeah, super fun. They were very self aware of what they were and shit like that. One of the best ten dollar concerts I've ever seen. Whatever happened to uh... Sugar Cult? Like I brought up a couple weeks ago. No, um, and this could show my ignorance because they may still make. Whatever happened to Incubus? Uh, I think they had a new album a year or two ago. That Did they didn't really do too much with. I like you. Like I, I was one of my favorite bands was Lincoln Park, and I felt like Incubus always opened for them or was a band before them. Because I went to at least I don't know six or seven Lincoln Park concerts, and I could say three or four of them were Incubus. And I was like, oh, they're actually pretty good live. But I didn't follow them really after. I was like, oh, they just kind of felt like they fell off. Incubus was like my favorite band when I was like fifteen. Like I like Science is one of my favorite albums ever, and yeah. Make Yourself is really good. And then after that, I wasn't that crazy about like Morning View and like everything after that. So, yeah. but yeah, if, um, I don't know. If, I don't know what happened there. They just kind of like around. I don't know. Well, here's the classic. I argument. think I think Brandon Boyd, their singer, has always kind of been a bit of a head case. So yeah. I feel like to be in music most of the time, to be famous, you yeah. gotta be. Now here's a question for you. This is what I always see. Like, on one hand, I feel like people bitch because it's like, well, your band is saying too much the same or you change sound too much and now we hate you like there is no win-win right like as a you, know, you know who's the best example of that probably kings of leon because they were like super like they were like prototypical looking like hipster looking guys mm-hmm. they were super art housey and shit like that and then they had their album like with sex on fire and all that crap on there yep and, like, that was a huge, just, like, a jump off where, like, their old hardcore fans, like, oh. hate their new shit. And then they gain all new fans, yeah. Then they gain new <laughs> fans, and then they're just kind of like, eh, sorry. So, yeah. They'll yeah. maybe play one song that, like, most of the crowd won't like, but three people. Like, one of the old uh, deep cuts. That's where, like, yeah, I look at some bands and it's like... <sighs> or, like, famously Metallica. Everyone hated everything after Black Album for the hardcore Metallica yeah, it's, fans. it's funny. I saw... You're, you mentioned New Metal, and it's funny. I, do, I saw some article by, like... I guess a legit metal mag and like probably like Livewire or something. So, yeah. So and they're like still shitting on like new metal, basically every version that isn't as they describe hardcore metal. Right. And I don't understand all the nuances. Like, and I started seeing all the different categories of just metal, and I was like, "Chill the fuck out, nerds!" Like, dude, yeah. just listen to your fucking music. I, who cares? But like, I like to like no, there's alt new metal and then <laughs> folk new metal. I'm like just folk new metal i'm like just and, and there's every I, I don't know it was all weird but i was just like oh now i want to hear a james taylor cover with fucking <laughs> turntables in the background so yeah that, that is a great question now but yeah and last up for or yep last up from alex perez super bowl score predictions and plans i don't have plans yet but predict i i, I want the bengals to win and i want them to win just because i i liked I liked them before Joe Burrow. I don't care about him. Right. Um, but I did like them back in the day. And they're a team like they've never had a win. I know Rams, it's been, what, 2000? Since 01. Oh, yeah. 2000 or 2001 with yeah, Kurt Warner. Yeah. And, and it's like they were just in the Super Bowl two or three years ago. Were they? I don't think they were in the Super Bowl. Weren't they? they? No, nah, they weren't. Uh, they, they got decently far into playoffs, but I don't think they made May- the Super Bowl. Okay, maybe they You're probably thinking of like the 49ers or something. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want the Bengals to win because, you know what, I want them to get what Philly got. They they probably have a fan base that, like, 
has been wanting it for so long. Oh, I don't think I think they've had like one playoff win since like Boomer Esiason was there. That's what I mean. So like they had a want, rough go. So I'm fully there. They are the underdog that I want to like give them, give it to them. Yeah, you know what? Like both things kind of have a feel good story. So like for the Bengals, it's like they've never won. Yeah. And for the Rams, like I would kind of like to see Matthew Stafford after like spending like. 15 years in fucking Detroit, finally, like, having a little <laughs> bit of redemption something. and getting a win out of it on a real team. So, like, that would be a feel-good story. Like, I know most people are like, who gives a shit about Matthew Stafford? I don't know. I always fell for the guy. No, I, so, I, you and know he always I, got hurt and shit, I so. liked him more in Detroit, but here's a problem. I know there is no such thing as, like, I, I feel like there's live-and-die Bengal fans. There's not that for Rams. For L.A. Rams. Oh, for Rams, no. Yeah. Especially since they just moved. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, you know what? Like, it, it won't be appreciated as much if the Rams win. Yeah. But it's weird. Like, yeah, like, the Rams is almost like I'd feel better for the players, where for the Bengals I'd feel better for the city. Yeah. And that's so, why I care more about the city. In the like, the Rams have, like, Odo Beckham Jr., which, say what you want about him, the guy, he's never won anything either. No, so, for as yeah. good as he's been, so... Same goes for a lot of the players on that team. Yeah. But, yeah, so, um, I'll go... Fuck. What are your feelings on Burrow? I think he's a future star if he doesn't get hurt. I mean, he's a, he seems definitely like a little bit of a dick. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> he's a Tom heel. Brady. I, I'm saying Be he's the next Tom Brady. Be a I, dick. Well, but, see, Tom Brady, was he really... Yes. At, at the beginning, <laughs> I did not think he's a dick. Not to the level that Burrow is now. Burrow's, like, too fresh to be the level of dickness that he is. Maybe I haven't seen enough of him so to know if he's a dick or not. Yeah, I, it, like, I don't take him to be a maybe, dick. I just take him to be competitive. Maybe dick isn't the right word, but beyond cocky. Hey. <laughs> he was to say. He's a, he's a fucking... I'm still... I'm going... I want Bengals, and I, I... To be, like, a football quarterback or, like, a baseball closer or, like, a hockey goalie, you gotta be a fucking nutcase. So... I want to see... It's it. all the pressure. Bengals... 41, 37. Wow. I, I, want, I want high scores. If it's fucking in the teens, get out of here. Yes. I, I don't know. I think with all these either young teens, I don't know. It could be either work. So. I think they go hard in the paint. I'm going to go Rams 25 to 21. Oh, so then Bengals are going to win because Jim always picks the loser. <laughs> yeah. So probably. Congratulations, Cincinnati. You're welcome. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I'll check the questions later, but for right now, that wraps up the Patreon questions for this week. So, once again, thank you to everyone for your continued support. We definitely love it. Uh, for everyone in the $5 and up tiers, as you saw last week, our first bonus episode just dropped, so make sure to head on over to there to check that out if you haven't yet. And, as always, if you're listening, if you're new to the page and you're listening on iTunes and Spotify, please head over, leave a five-star review. Any uh, comment you leave with a five-star review, we will read. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Truly appreciate it. Yep. All right, Chamber, so before we move on, uh, the first one, a little flat. It, it, there was citrus. There was citrus. It had, uh, at least in the very beginning, it had that uh, a pretty strong hoppy bite in the back of the throat. Yeah, yeah, it was. That seemed to, like, kind of dissipate a little bit fast. Which, two-year-old, hazy, that's that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, so it still kept a decent amount of flavor, so I'm actually be excited to try a freshie of the fresh. Yeah. But now, we are actually moving on to Grandma's Lemonade, a Berliner Weiss, coming in at 5.1% with passion fruit, coconut, and marshmallow. So, you, I think you, you've had a couple of these style, right? The uh, Berliner Weiss? Yeah, so, yeah. So I've had a bunch like of Berliners. like a German yeah. sour. Um, once again, these might age better. 
Oh, it smells. So it's weird. Oh, is that good? No, no, no. Ooh, it's bad. not bad. It's weird because I do smell the coconut. It's like odd because I smell a sourness, but they're a coconut like kind of. Yeah, there's definitely like you smell the lemon sour, but you also get like a strong sweetness coming from it. Yeah, it's. What the fuck? Give me the herb and dipper With passion fruit, coconut, and marshmallow. You know, oh. it's the fucking marshmallow. Was, I mean, you'll like it, but it's a bitter boy. No, I definitely smell that marshmallow. Holy it shit. It certainly didn't lose any of its bitterness. I don't taste marshmallow. I don't taste coconut. I just taste bitter. <laughs> it's a bitter boy. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I mean, you like the sours. I, I don't You know what? I, I get the marshmallow. See, I, like, get I get that, like, middle tongue, like, marshmallow, like, sweetness feel. Like, it tastes like there's a marshmallow melting on my tongue, surrounded by lemonade. I don't, I don't believe him. I like this. <laughs> I like this a fucking lot. He likes two-year-old sours. Shit. <laughs> sign me down. up. 5.1% alcohol, so not even anything strong, but... See, and here's a, the double way, you know, Jim's making shit up. The first thing to go with beers is sweetness. Because all the sugar breaks down first. I'm fuck you. I'm getting the sweetness. <laughs> what I lack in smell, I make up for in time. <laughs> no, we've been over your taste. You miss out on shit all the time. I don't miss out on nothing. Well, try Keystone's your favorite. <laughs> I will say, I don't. If it wasn't so expensive, Yangling Flights would be putting up a strong contendership for my uh, little crappy light beer of choice. Those are delicious. Hey, and you say price like it's monumentally more well right with keystone of course i'm getting similar quality by paying 18 bucks for 30 of them whereas for like you know a case of flights you know out of the what, bottle like 22 yeah, probably like closer to 30 ish 25 to 30 you're a grown boy now jim you can afford it treat yourself oh <laughs> you i treated <laughs> you there don't have treats. to live off the worst treats were afoot <sighs> all right jim so we talk, I was talking about Alien Resurrection. It got me thinking about something that you and I have talked about many, many times. The idea of easy mode in games. But instead of... I don't... I don't. Jim and I have said many times, we don't care. Play the game however you want. That fucking... That was another argument again on Twitter this week. Like, shut up, nerds. What was it about this time? Easy mode in games. Or fucking... If you don't play this game or this game, you're not I a real gamer. I did see something... What, what the hell is the name of that game? Sifu or something? Sifu, yeah. yeah I, I, don't, I don't know anything about it. I looked at it. I was like... Is that supposed to be a hard game? It didn't look hard, but that's neither here nor there. Um, maybe we'll talk about that next week. But here's my question. For you, what do you think an easy mode should be? Because I've noticed on games, some some games do easy, do their modes in such a way where it's like, you do get the same exact enemy, but the difference is something like you have, you can get more hits or something like that. And then there are games where it's like they dumb down the enemies way too much or they make such a sparse mount where it doesn't even make easy mode feel fun to me. Yeah. Um, and it got me thinking, like, some games don't have modes at all, like Skyrim or whatever, like, where it's like you just play. Right. The real thing I think that makes it easy is how often do you save? So it kind of got me thinking, like, could the solution to an easy mode just be everything is exactly the same, but the... Uh, amount of times that it auto saves or gives you checkpoints increases so that you because for me i'll be honest the thing holding me back from wanting to do it is the fatigue of like i don't feel like replaying 
these levels over and over. Like, yeah. It's not even like when I finally can beat it, it's fine. But I'm just like, I just don't feel like redoing it. Yeah. So if I could design an easy game, that that'd be my thought. Keep the enemies, everything the same, but either make the option to save whenever you want, make an auto-save feature that's more random. So it's like if you keep dying at the boss, you just keep starting before him, and you're like, all right, I have to figure out his pattern. Right. Um, that way you still experience the toughness of the game, and it'll encourage you, like, maybe when you feel more comfortable, you can in-game switch it on and off. Like, I also wish that was an option with every game. Like, yeah. you, in the middle of the game, could switch the modes. And it's also, like, genre-specific, too, because, like... You know what You know what really does a good job with, like, incremental, like, difficulty? Is the Mario Kart series. Because if you play on, like, 50cc, you're not being hit by as many lightnings. Uh, some of the pits that you would fall off of have guardrails there. So, like, lets you learn the mechanics, learn the courses, and then as you play on harder stuff, like, the enemies are more aggressive, you get hit by more shit, and you can fall off more stuff. Or, like, classic example, Guitar Hero, where easy mode, you're playing with three buttons, and as you get better, you can add more buttons yeah, to it, and yeah. more complex, like, chords and shit like that. That's, yeah, and those are perfect examples, but... But, like, for, like, say, a standard platformer, I guess for, like, say, like, a beat-em-up. Yeah. E easy mode, you take less damage, you give more damage. That and, kind of deal. And, and see, and, that's where I think that... I don't even, like, it, it makes the game actually, for me, less enjoyable, where I don't need that. Like, I want the enemies to still be tough. But, the, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, if you don't want to play it on normal mode, for example, like, yeah. you just want to learn it on easy mode, then, you know, you get the hand-holding until you'd be like, okay, let me try what the game's actually like. That yeah. kind of deal. I don't know, like, I... Or you can be like fucking Alien Fire Team Elite, where you play on easy mode, it's still goddamn hard. That, so. that was my problem, is, like, a game like that is... I don't know fucking what... Fucking standard mode was a nightmare. I'm not sure what made that easy. Like, maybe the enemies died a little faster, but you still took damage. I mean, yes, you probably take damage much faster in the harder modes. Yeah. But it wasn't... You, you know what it was? I noticed more, like, the big tank-like enemies. There were more of them on those, those, like, rushes and shit. Yeah. Where, like, you'd fight, like, one alien warrior. On, like, normal, you'd fight, like, three. Three, okay. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's That's a weird thing, and it's... Uh, yeah, unfortunately, nerds are going to nerd, and you care way too much about what level people play it at. But I was thinking, like, what would be a good compromise? And like I said, I like the games where it's not an option, but you can make it easier by just... Sa save points are the only thing that can, to me, make a game easier, and you can still experience what you want to out of the game. Yeah, I mean, like, to go to talking about it again, fucking Blasphemous, like... It's not an easy game. Like, the combat right. in it can be really, like, tough and tricky, especially in different parts. Yeah. And luckily, there's, like, just enough save spots where, like, you're not backtracking super crazy, but it's still enough where, like, if you die at a certain point, you're like, fuck, just get me to the next save spot. So, like... So, perfect example of that, where I think the difficulty was just right and the checkpoints were just right, was Cuphead for me. Okay. And that was, obviously, a notoriously hard game... Cuphead was really, like, I never finished it, but I still think it was fair. That was perfectly, because it was... Because you have a billion, you can just keep replying. Just keep, that, and that's the thing, like, just keep retrying, give me a check, it wasn't like you're going back to the beginning of the level, no, 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 you get checkpoints after each boss, or whatever, like, yeah. that's all I need. Some of these, like, that was my problem with Castlevania Bloodlines, like, some of those gauntlet levels, Yeah. where it's like, dude, it just never fucking ends, so playing it right, you're like, 
gonna rack your brain. And you, I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm just gonna use save states. That, that's a problem with a lot of shmups too. Like Blazing Lasers, I was so close one time to finishing that. Yeah. And then the last level is just a boss rush. And like, if you get if you lose all your power ups, you're not gonna be powerful enough unless you're like you know God mode reflexes to fucking avoid everything and win. So yeah, that's yeah. I, I hate end game boss rushes. And I don't know if it's just from lack of time. I truly don't give two... Like, I don't feel an extra sense of I need to beat any game on hard now to feel any more accomplished. I mean, I don't need to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for a lot of people, their skill at their game is their personality. So, I mean, if that's what gets you off, then more power to you. It's nothing I Yeah, need. yeah. I, I, I'm saying I, I can... Like, just don't be a cunt about it. Just realize that, like, you're doing something that most people won't. Yeah. I mean, that... It's... Don't act like your way is the only way to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. That's my bigger problem is yeah, that argument on that shit. And yeah, I think next week we definitely do will do that Shifu or whatever the hell it's called because I saw some really, really cocky shit on it. Like yeah, if you don't play this or this, and you're not a real gamer, or it's gonna reveal what a real gamer is. And then it's funny like the back and forth of people like. You shouldn't tell people how to be gamers, and then someone follow up to that person like, "Well, you shouldn't tell people how." Well, to Well, you be- shouldn't be gatekeeping as gatekeeping. Yeah. Like, I thought, <laughs> I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. Do you think there are? Do you think there's people that like that feeds their whole energy is trying to get in arguments and drama online? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's easy engagement. What do you think that does to you? How much does that fuck you up mentally? Check out some drama channels, and you'll see what they're like. Head fucks those up. guys i i yeah i don't it's, it's, not, it's I got, not good I, for you i have drama channels i like and i have drama channels i look at and go this fucking dude Oof. i can't like i mean i've been victim of watching them because it's like there is something engaging about like i don't know these two fucks are talking about but you love hearing Go- gossip about is fun yeah gossip is fun that's it's what very it is. fun yeah but it's like I, I i'm like i don't i realize i'm watching about some people i don't i don't know two shits about keemstar but I know, like, he's going to talk about this and this. And I'm like, okay. But that that type of personality, like, that's what you want the most of. Right. Yeah, that can't be good for you. No, know. it isn't. Look, you know what it is? Like, some people start to think, like, they're, like, the moral supporty. When, supporty? Or they're, like, the <laughs> moral. two-year-old beers are really getting Really kicking in. That marshmallow. But, like, the moral superiority in the story that they're talking about. Whereas the other ones, like, the ones I tend to like more are the ones who are just, like, shitting on people and realize this is all dumb anyway. Because it's dumb internet crap. Yeah, but even that... It's, it's like, like why every internet blood sports person's always imploded because they wanted to be the star instead of just letting the guests, like, screech at each other like idiots, so... Yeah, I don't know. I What you describe is that almost, like, I, I'm trying to be a nihilist, but I clearly care enough to do all this. It's like, I don't like anything, they're all idiots... I'm so cool because I don't care, and it's but you do care. Well, like, yeah, it's a person. It's it's really weird, like I said. And hey, if you make your money on it, do what you gotta do. But more power to you. I just don't watch that shit all day long. It has to be terrible for your brain. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how they do the amount of research they do into these people because, like, well, unfortunately, as we found out, just like with a lot of game journalism, they somebody does a legit piece. And everyone is just derivative. Oh, yeah, copies. yeah, yeah. 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 No one's doing real research, Jim. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's the, all plagiarism. Come I, on. I don't know. The fucking right opinions four-hour video on Nikocado Avocado is a work of art. I don't know. 
anything what you just said. What the <laughs> fuck is a Nikocado avocado? What? Oh, Brian. What? Oh, Brian. Why? It <laughs> just... Fuck. I'll show you some choice pieces. I'll show you some stuff. God damn it. I just want to talk about easy mode. <laughs> well, this is what happens. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys let us know in the comments. If you could build an easy mode or modes in a game, how would you differentiate the levels in between of them? Because, yeah, some games like COD, Halo, Doom, where it's like one hit, you're killed. You're like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yep. Right. It's like Nick Akato's mug bangs. Sometimes they're 10,000 calories. Sometimes they're 15. What? Easy? Is, medium? I, you know, I'm not even going to ask that question. What a mug bang is? I don't know what that is. I don't want to know what it is, Jim. It's just eating a lot of food. Like a fat per What do you mean? Just eating It's not a lot even always food. fat people. Sometimes it's really it started like eating competition. It was a thing that like started in like I think like Korea, where okay. it's really you just sit and watch people eat fuckloads of food, and for some reason like an eating competition. Not even like a competition. They just sit there and eat as they just talk about whatever. <laughs> so, uh, it's a weird sector wait, wait, wait. of the internet. Right, so and then there's mukbang ASMR, which is some of the most degenerate shit well, I've ASMR, ever seen in the world. Well, ASMR, all that shit. Is I don't like, need to hear someone slurping spaghetti for a fucking an hour of 10,000 calories of it. Like, but, that's... So these people clearly... Fuck is wrong with you people. Clearly it turns into them throwing up and the... the circus that that yeah, is. No, no. I mean, they probably puke after. Oh, my God. Where they know? Just... Okay. I don't know what's worse. You attach your personality to just being someone who eats a lot of food or to how good you do at games. Or how much food you can eat while being good at games. That's that might a, be a market we haven't tapped into. we haven't tapped into. Maybe that's our uh, <laughs> ticket to stardom right here. Oh, my God. Damn you, Jim. What? Don't say what. You know what. What? I'm giving you culture, Brian. I'm teaching you the internet. Fuck. It's like secondhand smoking. You're killing yourself right now, but it's not direct. <laughs> It says, yeah. I lose a little bit of brain cells every time. Because then I do decide to look it up after we're done talking. Yeah, and it always... my, my favorite's when you text me like an hour after we record. You're like, God damn it, why? It's just, what is this? It... <sighs> anyway, speaking of what is this, uh, this was covered, this was actually came out last week, but we're just talking about now. Uh, Ubisoft, exec, basically says that users don't get it in his NFT interview, to sum it up, when I read this, he did say those exact words, but basically he's saying, like, it just hasn't caught on yet, the idea of using NFTs. And, and it's something Jim and I have covered on a few different stories, and we've said now more and more you're going to see, unfortunately, NFTs. I, oh, I, no, they, they, are, they are straight just get there. Excuse me. No, the NFT boys and the companies behind them now are just straight up giving them to celebrities to have them just that's, like show it. That's what it is. And that's, so it's mainstream yeah. now. So if you're looking to jump in, too late. It's done. Well, and that's the thing is, the reason why every it's going to become prevalent for this bubble, which will burst for sure, is they they're like this is the new crypto for sure. Like like meaning like everyone that heard about Bitcoin, like you're saying, they right. heard it too late. They're like this is the thing I have to get into on the ground floor. Right. And like you're saying, one. That time has already passed. If you buy it now, you're going to be that sucker that bought it now. It's going to pop. Why am I out money? You're telling me a celebrity lied to me? Boo-hoo. And it's one of these things, though. You're gonna, Now you've created a very divisive line. Before, I feel like it's been about uh, 
who is the most social justice. Like that was the mo- like like that was each like you know we've seen like games getting roasted for their covers. They're being too inclusive, not inclusive enough. This and that. Uh, that was the thing with seafood too, where apparently like it's based around like I'm talking out my ass here because I barely did any research, but like based around maybe samurai culture or something or something Eastern, but it was all made by white people. So like, yeah. the game reviewers were all mad. They're like. And they're like, oh, this is a really good game. Too bad it was made by white people. What the fuck? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, just yep. enjoy the game. People can't just enjoy things, Jim. They Christ. gotta watch people eat food. <laughs> but here's the deal. Um, NFTs, you love them, you hate them. It's going to create a very divisive line. And a lot of people, you're going to have the people right away. If you mention NFT in your company, you're going to say, you're scumbags. Why are you showing this out? Oh, yeah. Why is it necessary? And then you're going to have that really weird contingent, which I put in the same level as these drama channels, like, or the people that just hardcore defend billionaire companies. They go hard in the pink to try and defend NFTs. I don't get, once again, I don't get... The people who hardcore try and defend it have NFTs. Like, they're the ones trying to make something off of it. That's true. So, going back to the article, so... Like, for those who don't know, Ubisoft basically launched their own kind of NFT service to be used with their games, kind of as DLC-ish, something or other. Yeah. And they got a ton of flack for it, like anything NFT-related does. And the guy in charge of it was just like, oh, they just don't get it. Like, it was really weird. And he was basically trying to be like, we're doing this to help you. Yeah. Well, kind of deal. Yeah. Like the, like that other story we talked about. Yeah. Even though fucking, like, and the point he made is a point I made before. Like, the only legitimate thing I've ever heard for an NFT usage is, like, a digital secondary market for buying shit for games. And, or for games or, like, DLC or crap like that. Yeah. Eventually, you could have, like, a used game store. It's an NFT. Whatever. Fine. I don't know the legal mumbo-jumbo behind it. Some people say it's impossible. Money and love find a way. But. Money finds a way. So, <laughs> he was saying how. Exactly. But he was saying how, like, you know, oh, well, you know, we're setting up this marketplace and shit like that. He forgot to mention the part where Ubisoft takes, like, a 20% cut of everything, even if of the NFTs that you sell through their service. So, you know, and I know it would be a disaster, but I think it would be refreshing if a company just said, we all win if we do this, meaning we're going to take a cut of yours, but now you get paid for doing work for us. I think someone already said that. Yeah, and that's the thing is like so, someone who got caught like crypto mining or thought, thinking about like crypto, something. Yeah, crypt, earning crypto in a game. We talked about this before. Yeah, where they want to use your system, and that's the thing is play to earn, as they call it. You know, I mean, I will guarantee you, with the PS5s, with the Xbox, motherfuckers tape their goddamn phones to a fucking ceiling fan to fucking try and cheat goddamn Pokemon Go. All right. <laughs> People will find a way for any of this shit. Nothing's legitimate. And that's and you know what it is? I think the reason why people are interested to get out to the market, because no one is better than the common gamer, computer person, hacker, to figure out more efficient and crazy ways to do this shit. Oh, yeah. Like, someone's going to come up with, like, some crazy way to generate, transfer, whatever the case is, because... They'll find a not so expensive way, and all of a sudden it becomes semi viable, legit. And it, it's, I don't, I still don't think it's for sure the future. I think it'll be a very niche thing, just like how there's DLC is not for everyone. There's a lot of people that still, I don't, I'm only buying the base game. Casuals will not hop on NFTs, just like casuals won't hop on a lot of the weird like pre order this or that. 
I actually think the casuals would hop onto an NFT before the hardcores would. Because right now, all the hardcores are the ones bitching and ringing about NFTs coming into it. Whereas the casuals will just... It'll be the same thing like we said with fucking, like, when all the Activision scandals went down. We're like... People are going to bitch and boycott, but at the end of the day, it's not going to make a difference because the casuals don't know, don't care, and they're going to buy Call of Duty anyway. Yeah. So, I think, I think you know, they just say, oh, this is new shiny thing. You get to own this now. People will be like, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, they, until they... And then think... you have, like, the Jimmy Fallon fucks of the world showing a stupid ape on his goddamn show. So. I mean, that that that's the thing is, like... The true stupidity of it all. It's so fucking stupid. I, you know, I don't care. I do what you want to do with that. But I just, I try to say. There, there is some cheese dick out there who is basically taking the avatars of like YouTube channels. Yeah. And turning them into NFTs and trying to sell them with like, honestly not talking to the creators of the things at all and shit like that. But that, so. see, that is what will, ha- just like uh, someone used celebrity likenesses. Yeah. It's like. Here's the deal. Like, what is stopping? Like, you can't you can't copyright a likeness if it's hand. Like, there's so many weird laws, which is why it's part of the reason, like, why all of it is very sketchy because there isn't laws. Right. If I take a picture of you and you unknowingly are just in it, but I alter it enough where it's not truly your likeness, I make NFT. Right. Does it count if I'm too inebriated to think? Exactly. Because that's been a lot of these pictures. That's where like half of my pictures come from. So. It's a weird, weird thing. And then the amount of people, it's like, you... The funniest part about an NFT is, because you're owning the digital copy of an image, then in theory, you only need to change a couple pixels in a very similar thing, and it's not the same exact code. And now you own the different but exact same NFT at a color gradient you won't even notice. Have fun, Crypto Bros. I don't fucking care. (laughs) I don't fucking care. (laughs) So, yeah, you guys let us know what you think, Ubisoft. You're going to have these guys that make stupid comments like that. Get a different PR guy? That's that's the shit you always need to do. Yeah, that was just bizarre, where he's just like, nah, the people are being stupid about it. It was like, oh, this is a new tactic. I like like seeing things like that, because I like seeing the... It's a little honesty. I I like honesty in it. That's what I want. Professional? No. Honest? Yeah, kind of professional. Professional is overrated, Jim. Especially in gaming. Don't be professional in gaming. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I know. God knows I'm not. <laughs> All right. So then the last topic we have comes to us from Destructoid. Uh, posted five days ago. And it's news on the Switch. So it hit sales of $103 million, Which surpassed the Nintendo Wii. Are you shocked? Are you surprised at all? Yes and no, because, like, there's all the doubt going into it, but I guess... I mean, there was doubt going into it, but once it hit, like, I don't think there was any doubt. No, I mean, once it hit... They did, like we said before, they did the smartest thing ever, and they gave you a fucking... A killer... Pardon me. They gave you a killer app right out of the gate. So they gave you Breath of the Wild at launch. And just from there, like, that held over it having no games until Mario Odyssey. And then that held it over until... The ten games worth getting that aren't just Wii U updates. So, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I love the Switch and I have a fuckload of games for it. But like the Wii, it's was, a sea of like decent to terrible indie games and then like a bunch of like you know older ports and shit. So yeah, I mean the Switch, it just it just hits that for as flawed as it is, it hits its niche 
beautifully. It, well, and that that's what it is. Like it's if you hold it side by side with other consoles, it's not going to have the hits the way the other ones did. No, I mean, but, it's not but, even as strong as a PS4. Like, but no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm saying with other Nintendo consoles, I'm saying. It did what you just said. It hit that casual market harder than I think even those others because it is the perfect pickup and play. If you want, you can actually now get some AAA games on the go. Right. And it's really the only one that more legitimately as of right now offers that, right? So And I mean it's their most successful console that isn't in the Game Boy or DS family. Yeah. So, so I mean because Nintendo really, knows a fucking handheld. What do you, what do you And say? that's what I mean. Like and which is what we talked about like they were better at that than anything, and now they've mainstreamed their main one. Now, Bri, the real question: Do you think it's gonna think, think it has a shot of beating a PS2? Think it has a shot of touching it? Well, here's the deal: Are they combining the OLD screen one with the original model? I, I mean, I would say yes because that's it's, that's like having the PS2 Slim. Oh, well, here's a question: It's a minor upgrade. It's not like a generational. Are they upgrade. going? <laughs> I. In like theory, you can you can call shenanigans on the Game Boy with you know the Game Boy Game Boy Pocket Game Boy Light Game Boy Advance yeah. all being one thing, or the DS and 3DS being like considered the same family. Well, so I foresee we're only going to see these stupid ass minor upgrades, and it's still all going to be the Switch for a while. I don't think Nintendo's even close to like why they don't need to. They don't need to, and they're not. They traditionally they don't. They don't do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, they haven't been. They haven't been a powerhouse console. I mean, the last time they were kind of powerhouse graphically was the GameCube, and like they're not trying to compete with the PS for or, or PlayStation and Xbox, and especially probably now in the news, like with everything that's coming out. I think what could slow them down is if this little power struggle with PlayStation and Xbox are buying up all these things, and for some reason they stay off the Switch. But it's. It's buying up a lot of companies that aren't putting their games in a Switch anyway. Like, even then, they're not being touched by this. I mean, shit. One of like, the big, Destiny isn't on there. Call of Duty it, isn't on there. But as stupid as it is, one of the biggest selling points and prime things that Switch was promoting was, like, getting Skyrim. Yeah. So, that, that was an early selling point for but it. But that's what I mean. Like, so, and now knowing that no more Bethesda games... But Skyrim, on the go. That's what I mean. And shit, that, even if, even as someone like me who played it a million times, I'm like, that could be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they yeah. knew what they were doing with that. Um, I don't think it's going to beat the PS2 because I think once you start... The, the other thing I attribute everything to the Switch is nobody can get the new consoles. I mean, that helps, yeah. Like, like, and it's also way cheaper than the new ones, yeah, too. Yeah, but I, I, I'll i tell you right now, I think if starting... What year did PS4 and Xbox Series 1? Uh, maybe 2019 or 2020. If, it, like if those were just full-supplied... The Switch wouldn't even gotten to this point. I gotta say, late 2020 at least. Yeah, maybe like mid to I late. would guarantee. Because here's the deal: a parent, you got a kid, they really want the Xbox or PS5, can't get it for whatever reason. How about a Switch? Like, it it's bought in that terms. Because really, I don't think there's a lot of people out there going out like I need to get a Switch. So yeah, that's that's why I'm saying I don't think it beats beats uh the ps2 and it, and i don't even know if it's going to beat ps4 which was at 116 million units it might touch that it yeah. might beat the ps4 yeah i, and I mean they just, they just started doing production of more ps4s because they can't 
supply yeah. PS5s. Which is so. why the PS4 might go up from 116 million. It could, yeah, it could easily have 125 or something. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't know, man. I uh, I think that's it makes sense. I was shocked it actually took this long to get there because I thought it would was going to hit that even faster. But I don't know. I mean, it did it basically in four years. Yeah. So, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty real fucking good. I mean... Big company makes lots of money. It's like, yeah, another story. Yeah, true. Something will eventually beat the PS2. I don't know. What I, it's it would be interesting to see what beats the PS2 eventually. Like, what What did the PS2 beat out before it? Was it NES, Super NES? I think the highest was actually the PS1. I think that oh. hit, like, the 100 million mark. Oh, shit. Because, like, I think this Super NES might be close, but I think the Super NES and NES are around, like, 80 to 90, maybe. Gotcha. So, yeah. I, I mean... I mean, it's, it's, like we, it's like we said when Microsoft bought all that shit. We're like, Sony's still been dominating every generation, so... Yeah, I mean, it's just, when is Microsoft going to buy Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> that would be some shit. No, here's what's going to happen. Google's now going to buy Microsoft. Sega's going to buy Nintendo. <laughs> Sega's going to Sega's going to make some black market deal with the Yakuza to have the money to buy yeah. Nintendo. <laughs> that and then Sega good. will rise again. That's all. No, and then Al the Ashes comes Atari. The Sega Switch. Com- the Sega Switch Two comes out with a big picture of Sonic on the back. Uh, yeah. Um. I guess, do you think... It comes out with a set of Joy-Cons with one fucking analog stick to appease all those goddamn Dreamcast boys. Actually, here's a good question. We know they're always sold out. What do you think the PS5 numbers are right now? Oh, shit. I forget what it is. I, it was pretty It was pretty goddamn good. Like, PS5's been doing really good. So, it's, um, so as of now, it hit 17.3 million. 17.3 million people bought it. Fucking 8 million have it in their hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 9 million scalpers have it. That's unfortunately fucking yeah. true. Um, that's what, like, like I said, it skews all sales because there's always going to need to be like a little asterisk. And do you think with this, nobody being able to get this shit, does it really delay and prolong, call it PS6 and other Xbox console? Well, here, here's the thing, like... You're going to say, do you need it, right? I, I mean... <laughs> you know what I've said before I still don't I, I mean as a guy who hasn't seen fucking like you know what ray tracing and all that shit actually looks like in 4k yeah. like I can't just sit here and say it's not that big of a leap because I haven't really seen it but like yeah we have the leap to 4k and then we have like 8k's in the works right now I felt you know what like it still doesn't feel like like to me like it still doesn't feel like that huge of a jump from like the 360 days to me so, well, see, I that's where I think I, I disagree. So, like, like oh, okay, I mean, yes, graphically, like, when I saw Xbox One for the first time compared to 360, I was like... You're like, wow. I was like, oh, holy shit, so... Yeah. I, think, I think there probably is similar, just like the first time, like, when I was like, is Blu-ray really better, better than DVD? And now it's like, is 4K really better than Blu-ray? And... The answer every time is the answer. Yes. The answer is yes, but it still doesn't feel like the impact of like PS One to PS Two, which we're never. The, I don't think we're ever going to have a jump like that again. The only way we get the, like see, unfortunately, what will always happen with video games until however they do it is Arkham's Razor, which is it's always going to be, or no, I'm sorry, uh, Uncanny, Uncanny Valley. Valley. Yeah, like if they overcome that, and all of a sudden it literally looks like me and you in your game and you're like okay now it's just absolutely real right 
then then you're in a different a whole different thing how they would ever do that i don't know but yeah it definitely is a jump but yeah those leaps from graphics we're never seeing a giant one like that yeah i mean at I, least anytime soon i'd be shocked yeah but yeah i don't know we want to see what do you guys think do you think the switch beats ps4 eventually ps2 which was 155 million sales yeah something 150s yeah Give your predictions yeah so jim what did you think of well we know you loved grandma that was goddamn delicious i really liked it which was only tart there was no marshmallow there was goddamn sweetness and marshmallow take it take it from the guy who can taste things even after covid i can still taste more (laughs) see that fuck you fuck you covid tongue you can't taste shit that's what's going on you can't enjoy things no more out there licking doorknobs They're so tasty. Well, I know. That's people, what you get. People eat marshmallows. <laughs> now, I mean, uh, once again, well, first, let me say thank you, Eric. I appreciate it, bud. And unfortunately, a two-year-old beer. Hey. Zenkoff. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, we want to say thank you to everyone who has watched. If you haven't already please hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you know when we release all of our new videos. If you are listening to us, please, five-star rating. We will read whatever you rate us. And especially if you're on Spotify or iTunes, hit the subscribe button. It would help support us a ton. Yep. And also for this episode, make sure you check the link below to Not For Human Consumption once again. Thanks again, guys. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Have a good night. Whoop, whoop.